0: It, and I know it's been a minute, guys, but uh, I wanted to bring y'all some fulfilling content, something to talk about. I need to start getting back on these. It's been a little inconsistent, that's my bad. I do apologize, but I always say I won't deliver these unless I feel like I'm in a pretty good headspace. So, the good news. I feel like I'm in a pretty good headspace. I wanted to talk about understanding the domino effect today. Understanding that oftentimes in life, We accredit the change that we receive to ourselves, but the reality of things is that there is no change that we naturally find by ourselves without the help of others. It's not to say that if you really want to be different, if you really want to change and strive for more that you can't change or strive for more, but it is to say that there's so much in our lives that we learn and grow from. to the people around us. It can be very simple things. How to tie a shoe, proper ways to wash your hair, how to cook, how to get a job interview, what to wear, And I feel like we have a tendency to brush a lot of these things off because we're too stuck on taking all of the glory. Regardless of what you believe in, a higher power or a lack thereof, you have to understand that just like a higher power giving you grace and blessing you, people around you give you grace and they bless you. Um, You don't need to be religious to perceive the fact that there is nothing but kindness, teaching, and compassion in this world when it comes to your close friends. Of course... You can't trust everybody around you, and of course, you can't expect everyone around you to look out for you. But when you have genuine good friends, they're going to look out for you. When you have genuine good friends, they're going to explain to you when you're in the wrong, they're going to tell you when you need to work on things, they're going to help you wise up, they're going to slap you into shape, they're going to give you reality checks. And we, as people, we take that for granted. We don't realize that those people around us don't have to do that because there are a lot of people in this world who don't have anyone looking out for them and they spend their time struggling and climbing through life without any help at all and they're fighting a fight that most people will not have the ability to understand so what do i mean by the domino effect i mean that every single action around us comes from another action you know you go to you know your local cafeteria a restaurant and the waiters in a bad mood And now, you know, you're a little offended. You're in a bad mood you're quick to yell at them, but you don't know why they're in a bad mood. People say, oh, well, that's an excuse, but it's not an excuse. Most people don't just wake up in a bad mood. Most people don't just wake up angry. There's a reason they're angry. There is a reason they are in a bad mood. There is something that led to that. And it's on us to discover what led to that so that we can better help them and ourselves when you're stuck on being angry at somebody simply because what they've chosen to do to you that day has offended you or it's slighted you. You give them some semblance of control over you. You give them some ability to take away your agency. Because when you start to react negatively, when you get angry, when you get aggressive, it's far too easy for you to get out of your mind, out of character, out of your space, out of your principles, and to act out of pocket. And when soon as you start acting out of pocket, you never know what could happen. We see these stories all the time of people who unfortunately take someone's life in a fit of road rage, Or a fight, one punch in somebody's life, and people are so quick to say, What a tragedy! What an unpreventable situation! But unfortunately, it's not unpreventable, no one likes hearing that because it sounds bad. But in the reality of things, is that if everyone was doing their best to understand everybody, you wouldn't have a lot of these situations that occur. But unfortunately, We can't control what everyone else around us does. We cannot push our views on other people. We have to worry about what we're doing, how to be better as people. But that leads me to the point, the title. Unfortunately, even though we can't control what people do, we do have an impact on people's lives. What you do and what is done around you directly affects how you act. Think back to when you were in middle school. What made you start dressing differently? What made you cut your hair differently? probably a celebrity a friend an icon someone you looked up to most times you didn't find your style randomly you saw it in a book you saw it in a story you heard it in media you watched someone else do it and you thought to yourself oh wow i really like that and so you decided to use that style and even though that doesn't sound like something big that style may have become a core part of your character. When you go forward and become an artist or a writer, and when you become an entertainer, a business mogul, even if you're doing something small, you're a janitor, you work at McDonald's, because all of these things are important in the world. When you go out there, people see that style, they see that aesthetic you've gone for, and they think, oh wow, you look so good, you look so nice, but you take those compliments and, and you tend to forget where you started from where you got that from and it's important not to forget it's important to anchor ourselves in our ability to appreciate the impact other people have had on our lives it's important to be able to give thanks to those around us it's important to recognize the achievements that were made before us that led to what we become in that day so When you grow as a person, if you can understand that you're growing because of somebody else, then you must also be able to understand that other people are growing because of you. When you see your friends, family, cousin, and people you care about doing something wrong, when you see them acting out of character, when you see them going down a dark path, when you see them messing up their lives, if you truly care about that person, you have an obligation to call them out. You have an obligation to be the person that stops them, to put a hand on their shoulder. And that's the entire basis of this podcast today is understanding how important it is to check other people and to look out for them. People are always so scared of being the reason somebody went over the edge or being the reason someone got angry or being the reason that they lost a friend. But when you fear losing a friend more than you fear watching your friend become somebody that they weren't, you lose sight of the bigger picture. It is better to be hated by someone who recognizes your words years later than it is to be loved by somebody who is going to fall and fall and fall until one day they're not gone. They're not here and they're gone. That's something that can be prevented. And it sounds so bad, but it's true. When we look at people who, for say, maybe they started bullying people Maybe they started trying to make fun of people. And it was little, little joke here, a little joke there. And we thought to ourselves, well, you know, they're just being funny right now. And then you notice them going a little harder than next week. And then you notice they start targeting a specific group. And then next thing you know, they harm people in that group. It's so easy to say, I never saw it coming. They were never like that. But the truth is, people don't just act out immediately. You can look into that. You can look at the psychology of that. Things tend to snowball. Nobody just wakes up one day and decides, I'm going to be this bad of a person nine times out of ten. Of course, situations happen with mental instability. Of course, people can snap, but most people they have been led up to that point. Everything is typically building up to a point of tension and that point of tension explodes. And when it explodes, there's catastrophic effects. So, how do we stop that buildup. How do we diminish that barrel that's about to explode? How do we destroy that line of powder leading to a bomb? Well, the first thing we have to do is keep our eyes open and our ears wide and be mindful of what we hear our friends say, our families say, people we care about. You have to be able to, to distinguish when someone's joking and maybe pushing the envelope a little bit. And when somebody really feels a certain way, you need to be able to Break down why someone did something, explain to them why it might not have been the best idea, explain to them why they may, might be overstepping their boundaries. You also need to be able to empathize with them, because when you talk to people in a tone that is rude, when you talk to people as if you're better than them, wiser, you are more likely to disenfranchise them. You are more likely to make them not want to listen And the key to all of this is being able to talk to someone in a compassionate way where they sit down and they say, you know, you're right, my bad. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have been moving like that. We as people, even when we do look out for our friends, a lot of times we use the wrong tone. Even I, I'm guilty. Sometimes when my friends are in the wrong, I yell at them. I'm quick to get angry because I know how much better they can be. But I have to remind myself, I have to find my core and remember that That's not how you solve the issue. All you do is corner them. You make them feel like a cornered animal and they're more likely to lash out. They're more likely to yell back. They're more likely to not listen. They're more likely to be full of pride, hubris, and arrogance. They're more likely to defy the message even if everything you're saying is right. In trying to humble others, you have to also be able to humble yourself just because you're in a position to teach does not mean that the person you're talking to is in a position to listen to your every word. That is probably one of the biggest disconnects with people who are educated, with people who can teach, with people who can change minds, is that they end up talking to people like they are their better. And don't misunderstand, it's not to say that there isn't such a thing as betters and non-betters, but they're Is a time to understand that it's not important to lord that over people. It's not the time to be a castle king and sit back on your throne and talk down to someone like a peasant. It's time to go out there and till the land, to work the farm, to let the trees grow, to see the seeds sprout, and to be there and watch them grow every step of the way, but not choking them out, not getting too close, not stomping them out. It's important to nourish people around you. And that's something that people get lost and they acquire education they acquire wisdom they acquire grace they acquire class they acquire financial freedom they acquire fitness and beauty and they forget that the journey that they took is a journey that only existed because They were being helped by everybody else. They forget that the things that they were doing, they were only able to do because they were given a leg up. Somebody threw them a bone. Someone threw them a rope. Somebody looked out for them. Somebody grabbed them by the arm when they were slipping off a cliff and pulled them back up so they can continue that journey. Somebody told them that you're enough. Somebody didn't give up on them. Somebody encouraged them. Somebody taught them. And people forget that we are the products of everyone else around us we are the sum of the whole you know there's that old saying it takes a village to raise a child people say all the time that that saying is outdated but it isn't there's not a person in this world in our lives around us that can say that they became who they are and they did it by themselves when you see people talk about these billionaires and millionaires who built it from the ground up you can go to google search their names up and look at their history and then you'll discover they didn't build it from the ground up they were given great assets they were given great positions of power they were given some form of financial leverage somebody gave them respite somebody gave them a base to work from i'm not going to sit here and pretend like they didn't work at all because that is unfair but you have somebody who is in his garage and given $300,000 and he creates a multi billion dollar company. And people say, Well, look what he did. Well, he also had $300,000. I don't think I need to say who I'm talking about. You see someone who works at McDonald's and they work their butt off, but every single day, they barely make ends meet. And you say, why, isn't, why aren't you able to do it? Because the reality is, is that we're not working from the same place. We're not working from the same position. And that is the key to finding humility, is to understand how much that you're given is not given to everybody else. Just because you worked hard and you made it, doesn't mean that everyone else makes it because they work hard. As well, just because you climb up with less help than other people does not mean that that person doesn't deserve to get more help. Life isn't fair and life isn't flat. If you were to sit everyone on the same exact height of a box, they would not be at the same height because we all start at different points and we finish at different points. It is our duty, our obligation, our job. It is, it should be a a pursuit of the heart to realize that the tools that we've been given, the things that we can do that are special, they're not there to lord over people. They're there to help people. If you are strong, people should not have to fear you. They should know that when something breaks and when something needs to be lifted, you're there. When you are intelligent, people should not feel as if they're being condescended on. They should know they can come to you for answers. When people are wise, they should not feel as though you're snobby and above them. They should feel as though when they need advice, you're the person they come to. If you are a teacher, people should want to be taught. If you are a singer, people should want to learn how to sing from you. If you are an artist, people should want to learn how to draw from you. And that's something that people are getting lost in they get good, they make connections, and they become great, and they forget just how much effort went into building them from other people around them. It's not to say that there's no one who didn't do it quote-unquote by themselves, but even if you did do it by yourself, so what? Even if you are the only person In your life and your back has been against the wall and no one's ever looked out for you so what i doubt you exist in this world but let's just say that one person exists and they're listening right now even if you do exist then you should understand how hard it is to have made it so far by yourself and your thoughts should be how to help other people make it Your thought should be how to bring up others. You should have all the tools of the trade to find all the people who have scrounged from the bottom with no help. And you should know exactly what it takes. And you should know exactly how to fix it. And you should be out there fixing it. We make life a competition. We make it a race, you know, the rat race of America. But... Life is not a race. And that's not to say it's just America. There are people in Germany and Canada and Africa and Spain and Europe racing each other. And while, yes, it feels good to win the race, it feels good to have wealth, it feels good to have made it, it feels worse to look down and see all the other people who broke a lake, who got stopped by a rock, whose car ran out of gas, who got kicked out of their building, who couldn't finish college. Because if life is a race, then along that race, there are obstacles. And not everyone has the same exact path. And that's the part that confuses me. That should be obvious. When you're running and you look to your left and your right, there's no way you see the same path for each person. Somebody's path is built on hot cobblestones and somebody's path is a slide taking them straight to the finish line. You shouldn't be sitting there wondering, how do I get in the slide? You should be looking at the person on the cobblestones trying to bring them to your path you should give them your shoes use that as an analogy if your path is clear and someone else's path is made of cobblestones that are heated you should give them your shoes because you're still going to be able to run on your path it's not going to affect you but you're going to make their life easier the whole goal in this world is to make everyone's life easier we're so fixated getting what's ours our slice of the cake turning everything into a zero-sum game that we end up taking more than our slice we end up taking more than our cut and then when we take more than our cut we get addicted we get greedy and greed greed is an assassin of joy because that you're never going to have enough you're never going to be happy when you look at every person that is successful beyond their means who lives beyond their means they're not happy When you look at the people who, despite their success, still act as if they're not successful, they live a life fulfilled. One of my favorite examples of this is Keanu Reeves. If you've ever looked into Keanu Reeves, he's constantly living in the normal world. He's constantly giving charity. He's constantly giving people gifts, immeasurable gifts. Um, One of the movies he worked on, he literally cut, I think, 80% of his paycheck to pay the FX department, because he felt as though, without their hard work and dedication, the movie would not have been the success he was. That cut of his paycheck, yes, it hurt him 80% a lot, but it quadrupled the entire department's paychecks. Some people went from making 40 grand to 160 grand, and you might say, well, so what? That might be the difference between someone paying off their rent being able to go to college and finish things out, help out a mom that's down on bad luck to pay for a car that got in an accident because it's more likely that somebody who is making 40 grand and is being quadrupled needs that help more than someone who's making dozens of millions and is being slashed to three or two million. Three or two million is not a small amount of money. It can fix pretty much any problem you're going to have in a single year and then you forget about the, you know, the royalties that Keanu was still making—you forget about the future and prior movies that he has—he's gonna be much better off, and he knows that. And so he moves in that way. When he feels that those people around him are special, he makes sure it is known that they're special. It's not always financial; sometimes it's just talking to someone, shaking someone's hand, treating them like a person. People like him are the creme de la creme of what it means to be a good person because oftentimes when we finish that rat race we get lost i keep saying lost because lost is the right word we keep getting lost in the sauce and when we get lost in that sauce we forget we forget about everything else leading up to it people like keanu don't forget so don't forget stay humble Don't try to be better than everyone else. Yes, you can strive to be better. Yes, you can strive to work harder. Yes, you can love your craft. Yes, you can be talented. Yes, you can work hard. And yes, you deserve a spot at the table when you put that effort in. But just because you deserve a spot at the table does not mean others don't. And even if they can't sit at that table, there's a table below you they can sit at. There's a table to your left they can sit at. There's a table to your right they can sit at. When you have Thanksgiving, you don't send the kids out of the house, there's a kids table. And when they get older, they come to the adult table. And when there's too many kids that have gotten older, you get a second adult table. You make more room, you find a venue. When a family grows, they find more space for everyone because people deserve to have the respect that comes with maturity, with progress, with growth. And people deserve to be treated like they're trying. Just because you look at someone's life and it doesn't feel like they're doing enough doesn't mean that you can bash them, criticize them, and tear them down. It's fine if you're giving them valid criticisms that they've maybe asked for. If they haven't asked for, maybe they need. Maybe they aren't moving the way they need to move in life. But there's a point where your criticisms turn into lording. There's a point where your criticisms turn into almost like tyranny as if you recognize they're never going to make it out of that spot and so you kind of throw dirt at them as if you're trying to help them build up some kind of base some foundation they can climb up from but it's never enough dirt it's just enough to watch them struggle more that's the problem with the human experience too many people love to see people struggle and too many people want to be better than other people I'm not saying that you're never allowed to feel good about the work you put in I'm not saying that you can't recognize how much more effort you put in than other people. But I am saying that we are blind to how many other people are trying just as hard, but their deck is stacked against them. We're blind to how many other people don't have the same luck, the same fate, the same quest, the same path. We are blind to the suffering of others around us. It's always if I can do it, you can do it. If they can do it, we can do it it's not enough. It's not enough to force everyone to start at the same line. If we always talk about trying to make life more fair, if we always talk about trying to find balance and equality in this world, we have to be able to find humility in ourselves. We have to be able to recognize that we all have different privileges. People are so quick to get angry at other groups, demographics, socioeconomic classes, Um, they're so angry to see what those people are given in life, they're angry at the position people start from, but even then, people don't consider how those people feel. And people are like, ah, well, listen, like, like they have everything and their life is going great. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. There are people who are born into greatness and they don't make it past the age of 13 because they kill themselves. The pressure of being forced to live a life and modeled after family members that have already made it can be very daunting. There are people who didn't even try because they knew there was no point. They already had success. I would genuinely argue I'd rather be in the middle of the pack chasing my dreams than to be born burnt out because there's nothing I can strive for in my mind. Now, that's not to say that people who are above us don't have more than us, but it's to say that life is just not as black and white as we want to make it. Everyone could be helped, everybody could use a helping hand, everyone could be talked to, and we as people could learn to talk to each and each other as equals with respect and compassion and kindness you would see a fundamental change in this world that would shock everyone you would see a you would see a understanding people would realize that when you give people the time they need the space they need They will be able to grow. People will see that when you give everyone a different amount of fuel, when you give people different resources, when you are more willing to work with them and their special needs, when you're more willing to provide aids and tools to them that reflect their exact struggles, that everyone would be better off. I mean, there's not much more to say than that. That's the entire point of today's podcast. We just need to be able to reach out to each other without thinking that we're better than one another. And we need to be able to do that from above and from below. Long story short, it's all love. Don't feel criticized or ridiculed just because maybe you're guilty of doing the things that I'm saying in this podcast. The point of the podcast is to grow. The point of the podcast is to be a better person. The point of the podcast is to see our flaws. The best people are the most flawed people who've worked on it because they've worked on it, because they've cleansed themselves and they've tried their hardest to change as people. Those are the absolute best people in this world. And that's what I want this podcast to make. I have never been the best person on this planet, and I have fought every day to be better. And Some people are proud of the way I am now, but to me, it's just not enough. The job's not finished. R.I.P. Kobe. And the job may never be finished. And it's daunting, and it's tiring, but I will be damned if I stop trying. I love all of y'all, and I can't wait to drop more podcasts on y'all. I know this one's a little all over the place, a little bit. I'll be a little bit more structured going forward, but I think... I think y'all got the main message, so I appreciate y'all for tapping in and listen. I appreciate y'all for being there. Remember, just share it up. I don't need no money. I don't need no, I don't need anything. I just want you to share it. I don't even want you to share it because I want my voice to be heard. I want you to share it because I want the message to be heard. And this is the easiest way to get that message out there. So thank you so much. This is the You Are The Main Character podcast by David Brown.